Hello, it's Shelley F. Knight, bringing you Positive Changes, a self-kick podcast. So today we're joined by Natasha Bowles, who grew up in southeast Texas on a small farm. And after many life-changing events, Natasha now earns a six-figure income. So please do welcome Natasha. Good morning. Well, morning here. <laughs> oh, bless you. Thank you for joining us, because I know it's stupid o'clock over there, isn't it? <laughs> it is 5 a.m. here in Nashville. Bless you. You are one wonderful woman already. <laughs> <laughs> so please do. I know you've got an amazing life story to share, but please start by telling us one inspiring story of positive change. So I used to work for the school system here and I just became kind of disillusioned with it. And um, I, I left it, I left it at Christmas break in 2015. I didn't even finish out the year. And um, my grandfather was very ill. So he was in hospice and we couldn't find anybody to sit with him. And I had just lost my job. So I talked to my grandmother and I was like, well, I'll sit with him. Um, you know, and so he, he stood with us for about 10 months and it was a wonderful 10 months. We went on adventures. We fed birds. He liked to throw bread to the birds and um, he got to the point that he was so weak he couldn't. So I bought him a slingshot. <laughs> and he, he would slingshot the bread out into the yard to the birds. It, it just made my heart sing every morning to watch him do that. We would sit in the swing and sing, and on days that he felt up to it, we would uh, we would drive around and look at stuff and go on adventures, and it was it was just a really nice time with my grandfather, and uh, but he slept a lot because you know he he was dying, and um, and so while he was asleep, I started picking up some things online, I joined some different groups, I started doing copywriting, I started doing uh, just little tasks for people like, um zeroing out their inboxes, uh, making spreadsheets, just administrative stuff that I could do online. And I met a lady that was looking for someone to fill in to subcontract for someone that uh, uh, was going on maternity leave. And so I started working for her as an executive assistant and it was just a couple hours a month, like maybe 30 total. And uh, I, I really, really liked her and I met her husband and I liked him too. So he hired me as his EA, started out very, very, very low hours, like 30, 40 hours a month. And then progressively we're, we're up to full time now with the two of us. I've been with him for three years now. And, but while I was with him in the beginning, I started picking up other things and different clients and, um, and just stuff that to do online. I mean, it's amazing what all is out there. If you just kind of think outside the box and, and look for something to do. And so I ended up with more clients that I could handle. So I took on a VA and I took on another VA and then a third VA. <laughs> so now I have 12 clients and four VAs under me and a six-figure business. You make it sound so easy. And then this just kind of happened. <laughs> some days it feels like it, that's what happened, that it just kind of happened. And then some days it's like, wow, this was such a struggle. <laughs> oh, bless you. So that's like over five years since you've been with your grandfather and then you started discovering things online and is that five years now you're on six figures uh four four years I'm on six figures so actually it was the end of 2016 so I really established and started doing my business in January of 2017 so it's actually been about three years 
That's and amazing. I, I so, yep, I'm hopefully, fingers crossed, I'm well on my way to seven figures, so. Oh, well done, you. I mean, well done, because you're up at 5 a.m. for starters, but then. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's kind of surreal, though, because right before I started my business, I, so I kind of have 10 kids. Um, I have three biological kids, two adopted kids, and I've been a foster mom on and off for the past 18 years, so. I still have five adult kids that call me mom that even though I didn't officially adopt them or anything like that, they, they still, you know, one of them's in the army and I'm so proud of him. And, um, you know, he's got a daughter and a wife now and he's just my heart and my family. And, you know, and, and there's just a few others that just, they still call me mom, even though, you know, they aged out of the system and they're adults now. And so that's really cool. And, and then I adopted two of the kids that I, uh, that I fostered, um, Alicia and, and Lexi. And then I have Tyler, Caleb and Kaylee. Those are my, my biological children. And, um, I, that's one of the reasons I worked for the school system so that I could work my schedule around their schedules. And, you know, we, we did okay. I mean, there's people that are in a lot worse position than us, but right before I started my company, things had gotten a little bit bad. My oldest son was sick. We had a lot of medical bills, a lot of stuff going on, and it just, I mean, there were days I would almost cry because I was like, how am I getting, what do, what do I pay? What do I, you know, what do I do? What do I, so to go from that to where I'm at now and in, in like three years time, it's very surreal to me sometimes. Sometimes I sit around and look at my life and I'm like, wow, this is my life. It's amazing. Are there any like tools or techniques that helped you? Um networking I have to say that that's probably the most important thing that I have done is just create and and not like selling people just creating relationships because I have had to do very little marketing and very little outreach to grow my business because everything that I've gotten has been word of mouth so fabulous yeah so just I think the best tool I could I can suggest someone use is is themselves is just network yourself but get out there and build relationships and build them before you need them like don't don't wait until oh i really need to start getting another client or something get out there and really start go go to conferences uh guest on podcast (laughs) (laughs) you know get to know people because not only even if you don't get a client out of it oh my gosh you meet the most amazing people i mean look at me i'm up at five o'clock in the morning talking to you across the country across the world (laughs) so yeah, I love that. I really like it. It's just like, I love you said, like build relationships before you need them. Because at the end of the day, if it's business or not, it's another connection. That's why we're alive. That's what makes us us, isn't it? Just the connection to others. It is. I, I live by one philosophy and, and I'm, it's 5 a.m. here, so I cannot remember who I first heard it from. <laughs> <laughs> or what your own name is. <laughs> or what my own name is, but but the philosophy that I try to live my life and run my business by is give, 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 take. So I try to give three times the value I would be receiving before even asking someone for something. And, and that's not to say I build the relationships to have that chip to take later, but I think that it's so important that you show value yourself before asking someone else to show value. And so many people go into something like, oh, what can, what can, and not even in a negative way, not even like, what can I get from them? You know, rubbing their hands like an evil genius or something. Just, <laughs> just the whole, you know, what, what, why, you know, I need to build this relationship because I might need an accountant later. Or I need to build this relationship. 
And I think that should be secondary. I think it needs to be, I need to build this relationship because Sherry's a really awesome person. I might need, <laughs> or, or Shelly's a really awesome person. I might need, you know, and, and have that be secondary. And I think that that's the mistake a lot of people make in entrepreneurship is they're, they're trying to build the relationships to build the business and it should be the other way around. Yeah, I totally understand that because I can honestly say I've never been to a networking meeting because I just think it is that kind of, you know, shoulder pads, business, here's my card. And I'm just like, oh, do I have an Oracle card? Thank you. <laughs> you know, it's really not me, but I love the way you come across. You're just like, let's just connect. Let's see where this goes. That I would network with. <laughs> right? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's lovely. But I don't like the whole sell, sell, sell. This is me. What do you do? Tick box. You know, are you married? Do you have this many children? Inside leg measurement. That's really not me. You know, so right. you give me a whole new way to look at things. And I love that. Like just, you know, build the relationships before you need them. That's lovely. It, it, and it, like I said, it has blessed my life in so many ways of just being able to reach out. And I have an amazing network now, not only of people that, that I consider business associates but that I also consider dear dear friends I met you through a dear dear friend that has become a, a business associate you know Jared Easley he he's one of the uh co-founders of podcast movement and uh, I believe I met you in his group he yeah you me. did yeah he volunteered you <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he volunteers me all the time <laughs> he's like Natasha will come on I was like oh okay let's go for that <laughs> <laughs> he volunteers me all the time <laughs> Did, did you know right. the time difference? Bless him. <laughs> I know. I know. Probably not. <laughs> so what's your message about, you know, the importance of positive change? Because you've gone from like, you know, very small beginnings into very big where you are now and still growing. What's it important to know about positive change? I think it's important to believe in yourself. Like no matter what's going on, no matter what's happening, um, instead of focusing on the circumstances and things that are going on around you, focus on how you feel about them because that's really the only thing you honestly can change. And if you change your mindset, then you'll, you'll eventually see it change your environment. Yeah. So, but if you try to change your environment then you're just going to end up getting frustrated and have a very negative mindset. Yeah. I love that. So Bless you. I'm so overwhelmed that you're up at 5 a.m. in the morning and you have like 10 children, six figures. I mean, are, are you healthy? Have you always been healthy? Have you not just burnout or anything? I am not healthy, actually. I, in fact, I just finished writing a blog post about that this morning about how this is affecting. So I have lupus. Um, it's an autoimmune disease, for those that don't know. Um, I had cancer. A, couple of decades ago and I really almost feel like I, I this is sort of my opinion and nothing medically but there's been some correlation between chemo and lupus so so even though I, I'm in remission I've been in remission for about 14 years on the cancer um, I've been dealing with lupus ever since and uh, it's it's a struggle it's I, I I start every day I don't know if you've ever heard of the spoon theory um, no, tell us about the spoon theory. <laughs> again, it's five o'clock in the morning, so I could not remember the name of the, the young lady that wrote it. <laughs> but there's a spoon theory that she she did a this girl did an article where she was trying to explain to her friends what it's like to have an autoimmune disease, and she's like, okay, say that you you have an unlimited drawer of silverware every day, and that's your energy store. Well, I only have like twelve spoons. So I have to decide every day how to spend my spoons so I don't run out of them. And she gathered up all the spoons from the table and she told her friend, she said, okay, tell me about your day. So her friend was like, well, I get up and I take a shower. 
took away a spoon and she's like wait what are you doing she's like that's gonna take a spoon <laughs> you're not you're really gonna oh, have wow. the wow yeah yeah so and she kind of went through a day and like her friend by like like before lunch even was almost out of spoons and then it came down to you know can I cook dinner or can I you know and and I've I've gotten a little bit better the last few years of having of being able to add spoons and learning how to really rest and store up my spoons <laughs> or rewash them so to speak by resting but it, it is a struggle um it's a struggle every day to have enough energy to do what I have and I have to be very very aware of how I feel and what I need to do that day so that I'm able to get it all done oh wow I've just gone speechless now <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can't do that because you're a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love that. And um, my last podcast, so episode six of series one, was about speak your truth. And my background is a chemotherapy nurse. <laughs> oh, wow. But I uh, left nursing last year, like November time, but I left chemotherapy nursing many years ago. And I'm really intrigued by your connection to lupus because one of the reasons... I left nursing and what I speak about in episode six of speak your truth is the connection I saw between kind of like repressed emotions, sort of like keeping it things in, not getting things off your chest and then delivering chemotherapy to ladies with breast cancer. But I also got quite disheartened about the side effects of chemotherapy, like how ill people would become when I was trying to make them better. So when you said about your beliefs, about even though you're in remission, the health issues you have now post-chemotherapy, I was just like, oh. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't even know that about you. Yes. I've listened to the episode for sure. No, I definitely think there's some kind of correlation between how I, you know, me, my getting lupus because I did not have it before that. And then, you know, and then all of a sudden I, I started having all these issues after chemo. I started having joint pain. I started having, you know, just a lot of issues. Um, now I do have lung problems and that's from when my esophagus, so my cancer was in my esophagus, my uh, stomach acid was just spilling over into my lungs. So they're very damaged, but just so many things that were not there beforehand, or if they were there, I didn't pick up on them because I was dealing with the other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, but just so many things. And, and then I've, I've read a bunch of articles and there's just a lot of the stuff that I've read and people that I've talked to, I believe there's definitely some kind of correlation between chemo and lupus yeah same is obviously hugely impacting on your life now I mean I love the spoon therapy that's really visual and I get that like you've only got so much to get you through the day but I just think it's amazing to how you're just holding it all together <laughs> one day at a time positive attitude <laughs> <laughs> and it's working it's absolutely working do you have like a spiritual practice or a religious practice that you use to get you through uh, I do I do meditate and pray every day um sometimes I pray a lot every day <laughs> <laughs> so I I do have I I'm not particularly um I'm not particularly religious organized religion I've I've had a couple of issues with with the church you know in the past um but I do feel like I have a very very strong relationship with God and um and we just chat. We we talk every day. So, does he talk back? Uh, sometimes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, so, yeah. sometimes he yells at me. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you up at five a.m.? <laughs> right. right. 
rest, woman, <laughs> rest. Taking care of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Do you have like a positive affirmation or a saying you use as well? Um, I don't really know that I have one specific one. I just, um, I just really spend a lot of time every day telling myself that the only person that can stand in my way is me. Oh, I like that. I do like that. Like almost say like, get out your own way. Like when you're creating these blocks. Yeah. 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 Cause for you, you know, I had a really bad marriage. I had a really bad divorce. I had, you know, all those kids, which, and I just couldn't say no. And pets, I sit on the board of an animal rescue too. So like, I can't say no to kids and I can't say no to pets that need someone. (laughs) So, So I just had all this stuff happening and I just kept saying, you know, oh my gosh, you know, I, I would love to do this, but I have the kids or I'm a single mom. I'm a, you know, or, oh my gosh, I would love to do this, but you know, I had a bad marriage and, and, you know, I spent a couple of years in that mindset. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, why can't I do this? You know, the kids aren't really keeping me from doing this. The animals aren't really keeping me from doing this. You know, why am I wasting time worried about being mad at my ex-husband? He doesn't care that I'm mad at him. <laughs> yeah, that's but true. Like, when I had, when I, came to terms with all of that and released all of the things that all of the excuses when I released all the excuses I realized that the main thing that was in my way was myself and guess what I can move I'm not a tree (laughs) (laughs) so I did I just got out of my own way (laughs) oh I love that a lot of that you know when you're sort of looking back and you're releasing it and you're getting out your own way there's also a lot of forgiveness isn't there there is, there is. And, and I had to do that. You know, I had to say, you know what, your life didn't turn out the way that you expected it to, but that's okay. And once I realized that and made that connection and forgave myself because my life didn't turn out the way I expected it to, it's so much better. I was going like, to say, has it turned out better than you expected? We put has. limits on ourselves, don't we? We think, oh, that's a nice existence. And then you have like, these life-changing events, like, you know, the diagnosis or for me, it's like my fertility journeys and death of loved ones. And then you just like step into a new unknown. And after many years or months, you know, you think, oh my God, I love this. I do. I, it's, it's so great because I, I get to wake up. And I mean, there's a little bit with everything that's going on right now that, uh, that I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> but even despite all of that, most days I wake up and I'm like, wow, this is my life. You know, I am blessed that I have a career where I, and I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but my six figure income, I work completely virtual. Oh, wow. So I, I built a virtual staffing agency. So I, before all this happened where we're in our homes and stuff with the, uh, with the virus and stuff, I was already working from home. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So not much changed for me in the day to day of that. And, uh, so yeah, so I I lost my train of thought. (laughs) No, but I love that because you've created something and you've, it's still going on now. You're always like ahead of your game, aren't you? I, I, I know, right? right? That's what it, it was. There was a joke. So I inherited a conference. I don't know if you, uh, if I told you about that, but I, I have been going to this conference called Launch Out for a couple of years now. And uh, the guys that were doing it had to step back from doing it because I had some stuff going on in their own company and everything. And I called them up one day and I'm like, hey guys, what's going on with the conference? And they're like, well, you know, we had to back burner it a little bit. And I'm like, well, can I have it? <laughs> I <should> have- <laughs> Actually, first I said, can I, can I put it on? And they were like, yeah, that'd be great. You could do that. So then I started getting sponsors and everything. And they were like, well, do you own it? And I'm like, well, not really. I just, you know, I'm going to put it on. And they were like, well, it would make us feel a lot better if you owned it. So I went back to the guys and I was like, hey, guys, you know, they're, they're, I really want to do this. Can I have it? <laughs> so you don't get unless you ask, do you? <laughs> so they, they did. They signed it over to me, which was fabulous. But, uh, 
but we were supposed to do it in April. And, you know, I work for a lot of people. My clients have a lot of, I've a lot of international clients. So I was already kind of seeing what was happening on the international level. And I moved it to October. I went ahead and moved it. And it was so funny yesterday, one of, one of the, uh, guys that owned it before he was like hey y'all remember back when Natasha moved launch out and then the whole world followed her (laughs) (laughs) it's the networking building the relationships (laughs) before you need them that's why right it is so so that was funny so it was I because of the life that I had built for myself and the connections that I had made I was able to be prepared and not be caught with oh my gosh what am I gonna do with my conference (laughs) oh I love that that's brilliant so yeah, so I've I've been very blessed to have built something pretty amazing for myself. Yeah, and this all st- sort of started when your grandfather was given a terminal diagnosis that you stepped away from a job that didn't suit you, the schooling. It did. And it started from there. So my background, you know, as a chemotherapy nurse, but I also worked a lot with end of life and I loved it. I just, the lessons I learned on how to live an authentic life, what's important in life and things like that. Did you have great, life lessons or insights from your grandfather when he was dying I did I had some really great life lessons from him um I mean we've always been close but my grandfather he's a very bold he was a very bold person and he he um he expected that of us he expected boldness from us our whole lives and and um and he never let our age be something that you know, when we were kids, it was never like, oh, you can't do that because you're just a kid. You know, it was, how are you going to, how are you going to do that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he taught me how to drive when I was 10. <laughs> so it was really kind of cool because I had sort of fallen away from the clo- the relationship that we had as an adult and a mother and being busy all the time. And, you know, and, and we, we did have a bit of a falling out when I was, you know, in my early twenties, because, you know, we think we know everything at that age. Yeah. And <laughs> It was so great to have that 10 months with him because not only was I able to rebuild that bridge, but I was able to just sit with him and talk with him and, and be reminded of that boldness that, that I was, you know, raised on and that, and I think that had I not had that 10 months with him and and had that reignited in myself, I wouldn't be where I am right now. So definitely just being able to spend that time with him and just absorb so much of who he was before he left us was amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful, isn't it? Like, I mean, I love, I talk quite openly about grief, death, dying, all the D words, but I just think it's like a really privileged place to be that you can't have those conversations with others. You can have it when people have gone through loss, you know, where they've lost a job, direction in life or things like that. But I think when you've got people with a life experience, it just fascinates me. I absolutely love it. I grew up mostly um, with my parents, but also my grandparents. And as you say, they don't have the age limits or they don't have that connection that you have with your parents. Right? don't do this because they're like, why are you doing that? Go for it when I was your age. And it's just really refreshing, isn't it? When you connect with people that got life experience. It is. It's it's really awesome. So I've, I've always had like one of the things that I've, I've done a lot over the years is my grandmother's and um, is in a group at church and they call them the young at heart group. And, uh, I've been able to chaperone a lot of their things. And that's always, I mean, every time I go to the, to an event with them, I always leave it feeling like I just was filled up with, with them, you know? Yeah. They pour into you so much if you allow them to. And I think a lot of people 
don't realize the value of our elderly community. They're brilliant. They are. They're brilliant. <laughs> you yeah. Set your feet and let them pour into you. <laughs> They've been through it before. I like it because I didn't learn to like, I was in my, oh, I don't know, I'd say 30s, but certainly when I got into my 40s, that you care far less about what other people think. And they're years ahead of us, aren't they? So they're just yeah. like living their best life. They know that, you know, time's a little bit more sensitive. And I just love, it's just a refreshing change where they just like go for it all, encourage you to go for it all. It's brilliant. Sometimes a bit naughty. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I think that's, that's beautiful. I think it's beautiful that sometimes they want to be a bit naughty. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I just want to do that. I, mean, I was going to say, I want to get older, I want to dye my hair purple, but I do that in my 40s, so it's really going to be that challenging. But <laughs> I just love the freshness, that real like thriving in life, that absolute love for life. I just think like, they have such wisdom, don't they? They do. They do. It, it's amazing. And like I said, definitely go because if you're ever feeling like I really need something in my life or someone to pour into me, go sit with your grandparents because they will. <laughs> oh, I love that. If you don't have your grandparents, go borrow someone else's. Yeah, should do that. Like rent a gran. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of our my husband and I, all our grandparents have died. They're no longer with us. But we have our parents who are obviously the grandparents to our children. And I really try and encourage those relationships just because they offer another side to life, don't they? They do. And they let you eat far more chocolate than I would, so. (laughs) (laughs) Bless you. You've had such a journey through life. I find you absolutely fascinating. Well, thank you. Just like from, you know, the farm, you've gone through the divorce, all the children, the chemotherapy, you know, and just your business, how it sort of all like fell into place. I think you're a true inspiration. Well, thank you. Bless you. So how can people get in contact with you or how can they find you on social media? I'm sure people are going to be like, you know, tell us more. <laughs> so I am on uh, Instagram as Natasha being WW, also on LinkedIn, um, Natasha being WW. And you can reach me um, at Gmail, Natasha being WW at gmail.com. So it's N-A-T-A-S-H-A-B-E-I-N-G ww at gmail.com. And just tell people what that stands for. <laughs> it's Natasha being Wonder Woman. <laughs> I love it. See, I knew that. <laughs> but when you sent it out to me before we had this conversation, I was just like, how are you spelling that? And you went WW Wonder Woman. I was like, oh my goodness, that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what Natasha. If came up with that. I have I Again, my networking group, I have quite a large group and they all call me Wonder Woman and it always makes me feel very powerful. So, Oh, well, I can see why. I mean, there's so many great tools you shared about, you know, the networking, the relationships, the give, 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 take, you know, believing in yourself. You shared so much. So thank you so much for give, give, giving today. So it was a delight to listen to you. If I have to listen to anyone's voice at 5 a.m., yours is a great one to listen to. (laughs) Oh, bless you. (laughs) Not me at 5 a.m., though. That'd be shocking. (laughs) (laughs) Bless you. Thank you so much. Alrighty. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your day. There can be more hours ahead of you, many more hours ahead of you. So take care out there. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure you subscribe and leave a positive review. 
if you would like to create your own positive changes, you can buy Positive Changes, a self-kick book from all online book retailers or from ShellyFKnight.com. If you need a dollop of positivity until the next episode, come like and follow us over on Facebook at Shelly F. Knight. Life goes on. As always, I've been Shelly F. Knight and you've been amazing.